0: Hello everyone on the World Wide Web today. My name is Quesha and this is your favorite podcast, Be A Better Baddie. So today we're gonna be wrapping up ABCs for Baddies. It is a bittersweet recording because, I mean, I worked so hard on these ABCs. I've literally been thinking about them and writing them and rewriting them, revising, editing for such a long time. So the fact that I'm done with them, I am excited because y'all have no idea how much mental energy it takes but it's so I love doing this mental energy. I love thinking this way. I love thinking of different ways that I use to improve my life and what I think would help you guys. so it has been a beautiful process especially the feedback I've been getting slash the people I see listening to it so thank you if you do want to give me actual feedback though that'll be great all of my contact information is in the show notes but today's our last one and we are going to do I mean the podcast isn't ending by any means because it also sounds like the podcast is ending it's not um this is just the last day of this particular series and I think I want to do another series so last part of ABC's letters U through Z Let's get started and let's start with our first letter of the day, U, and U is for unfollow. In this giant world of options, there's never a reason for you to see something you don't wanna see. You know, unfollow, unsubscribe, on whatever is not for you anymore. In real life, but specifically in social media, in this big old world of options, there is no reason for you to follow someone or some page that truly triggers you, makes you feel bad about yourself, or you don't agree with, or there is just no reason for it. Okay. You should be able to get on, get on your Instagram, your TikTok or whatever and scroll and just be fine. You should be able to see the things because that's the beauty of it. You can curate your own world. Now, sure, there's beauty in that, but there's also harm in that because you're not seeing other opinions. But the, let's be real. Like, that's social media isn't really the best place to go and look for that if that's what you're lacking in your life, you know? So if there's a person or a page or anything that triggers you it puts you in a place where you feel like you need to compare your life to their life or all you do is complain when you see them post or if you are just no longer interested in their content unfollow them unfollow them um and I understand that sometimes that it can be for instance uh, an old friend that you don't really talk to anymore you don't necessarily have to unfollow them. You can mute them if you want. If if unfollowing them is just a little too much for you, you're not ready for that, you can mute them, okay? Either way, you have different options, either the hard option or the soft option of removing someone from your feed. Now, I am going to add a caveat to this. So I see a lot of posts about like people feeling bad when they see other people post or even just just start thinking really negative things about other people when they do post parts of their lives I, I believe you can unfollow but i think you also need to reflect so i'm going to use this example that just came to head jack to my head jackie Ina is a beauty vlogger if you don't know her she's a home style she's a she's everything if i'm being honest And she's had a a following for a very long time. Like she started on YouTube early beauty days and she has stood the test of time of YouTube. She built a following on Instagram. Now she's built a following on TikTok, like a strong following, like she does good on social media. And there are people that they get sick to their stomach when she posts, literally sick to their stomach because... They think it's fake. They think she's showing off because she started off with humble beginnings as that's what you do, right? When you start, obviously she wanted to make money. She made money with money. She elevated her lifestyle. She, she was able to buy the things she wanted to. She was able to get the luxury she wanted. She was able to fully be her. And people cannot stand that so there are always people in her comments calling her fake saying she's unrelatable saying all this when really they need to look within themselves because she never says she was trying to be relatable like she was trying to make money she made money like anybody would do that right is i i mean i don't have a problem with it. it's not my money i'm not you know i can't tell her but the people who leave negative comments, the people who are so easily triggered by seeing other people live their lives on social media and you get a negative response when these people are literally just minding their business. you know, I do think you should sit and think about that. Like, why, where is this hate coming from? Because, and that's what I'll call it, hate. Because there's no reason for me to have such a strong emotional response to someone else posting something from their life sure i could talk about it but i don't know so i do want to add that caveat when it comes to unfollowing someone why are you unfollowing them i could it could just be a shallow unfollow but why what is it that that person brings up inside of you okay i think learning to deal with those kind of triggers and engage with them in the right way on some type of level will improve the quality of your life because you're going to think and say wow I shouldn't feel this way because of this reason and if we think back to even the letter J if it's jealousy that's coming up chase your jealousy like whatever it is you want what this person has find a way to get that in your life because you clearly want it nobody's jealous of anything that they don't want for themselves so follow your jealousy Unfollow the person if you can't take it and move on and build yourself a better life. That's it. At this point, the algorithm is going to give you what you want to see. If you keep engaging with that person's content, you constantly scroll through the comments, like you're gonna see more of that person because the algorithm's like, Wow, you must really like Jackie Ina. So let me keep showing you her videos. You could you could say, Don't show me Jackie anymore. You can block her. Like you, there are things you can do. So That is letter U, unfollow, and now we're going to go on to letter V, and V is for verbalize your feelings. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew someone felt something, and they just didn't say it, and it was irritating because it was like, I know you feel something, but you won't say it. That's what I mean by verbalize your feelings. Closed mouths don't get fed in every sense of the word. If you like something, say it. If something hurts your feelings, say it. Um, This one, this one, and again, it's easier said than done because this one is still very hard and part of the reason I don't do this anymore. Did the nail tech completely butcher your nails? Say something. And I saw this TikTok the other day where this girl was like, I'm so proud of myself. Like I was at the nail salon and like there was a color that the nail tech put on my nails and it didn't look like the color that I chose. So I said something and she was proud of herself. Like how many times are you in the nail salon? And it's like, y'all really missed. I could have did this at home and you just kind of take it, you know? That's part of the reason I'm not going to the nail salon anymore. On top of that, they're dirty. They're dirty. But I digress. No one will ever know how you feel unless you tell them. And it's very toxic to put the responsibility of interpreting your feelings onto someone else. It is toxic for you to feel like, well, I've been acting shady this whole time. So this person should understand that I'm mad at them. No, because you should be an adult and open your mouth and say something. Okay. Furthermore, holding on to your emotions is horrible for your health. We've discussed this before. Suppressing your emotions is going to have a negative impact not only on your mental well being, but also your physical well being. Open your mouth and say something. Even if you're not sure of what you want to say, don't say it to that person just yet. Maybe you need to write it down. I love to write things down, journal, process, talk to someone else. But either way, you initially expressing those emotions are going to help you process them and in a way cope with them. So by the time you do come to that person who hurt your feelings or did something you didn't like or did something you even did like, maybe you were like, oh, I kind of did like that. By the time you get to them and you processed it, Maybe you'll find a way to verbalize it as well Because sometimes it's also not The best to come to someone And say the first thing that's on your mind Sometimes Sometimes it's okay okay. But either way Verbalizing your feelings Releasing your feelings Is going to help you in the long run Please stop holding on to your feelings It's kind of like even I'm sorry y'all Because y'all know I'm a lady But it's even like poop right? You don't just hold on to that And you can feel it wanting to come out. So you go and release it. It's the same thing with your feelings. Sometimes you just cannot hold it. And holding onto it is going to hurt you. It's so uncomfortable. Like, say something. And when you verbalize your feelings, the other person may not receive it. You have to be prepared for that. And I think that's a big reason why so many people don't verbalize their feelings. Because you don't know how that other person is going to react. That's just a part of life that you kind of have to, to face. There have been times I verbalized my feelings to people and they did not receive it the way I thought they would. I meant no ill harm by it. It was just literally, literally me saying, this is how I feel about this situation. And it took a complete left turn and I have to be okay with that. And at the end of the day, It is what it is. Not everything will be peachy key. I just heard this. I'm so tired. I know y'all tired of me, but y'all already know I do majority of my quote unquote research on TikTok, but I do take it outside of TikTok. Oh no, this wasn't on TikTok. Actually, it was a YouTube video. But this girl just said like, we have to be okay with knowing that we will traumatize people. It's not our intentions, but... In our lifetime, humans traumatize humans. Some of it is on purpose. Some of it is not on purpose. And we also have to be okay with knowing that we will be on the receiving end of trauma. Some of it is on purpose. Some of it is not on purpose. Tis is life. No one lives a life of happy sunshine, butterflies, and perfection. Nobody. So verbalize your feelings, baddie. Let's go on to W. And I feel like we got real deep at the end of the alphabet. So this is an episode you definitely need to share with somebody. So send this to your bestie right now. Say, girl, have you heard be a better baddie? Let her know. Now let's go on to W, which is water your own grass. Now, when I heard, well, not heard. When I wrote that water your own grass for W, I immediately thought of as told by Ginger's theme song by Macy Gray. And if you don't know it, I'll recite it for you right now. Someone once told me the grass was much greener on the other side. So I paid a visit and it's possible I missed it. It seemed different, but exactly the same. Till further notice, I'm in between. From where I'm standing, my grass is green. So thank you for listening to my rendition of that. Um it's a really, really great song. If just go on YouTube and literally listen to the song if if my rendition was too good for you. But essentially, Ginger Ginger is saying in her theme song that she heard that the other side was looking good, right? Like over there, they they had money, they got clothes, they got they got everything, right? So she decided to pay a visit to the other side. She was like, well, let me let me go over and look at the other grass because y'all saying my grass is not as good. Like, let me look over here. She went over there and she looked and she just kind of looked and compared both, right? She said she stood in the middle. This is my interpretation. She stood in the middle, she looked at both and she was like, My grass kind of look good. Like my grass is green. So you my wonderful baddie let's bring it back water your own grass okay stop looking in other people's lawns, saying oh their grass looks good if you're not even taking care of your lawn you haven't watered your grass you haven't put fertilizer in it i think that's what you do with grass you have not cared for your grass, but the other people, they may they may take care of their grass and their grass is greener than yours. But if you're not watering your own grass, if you're not taking care of your own priorities, your own needs, your own well-being, then, of course, you're going to be overly concerned with the lives and circumstances of others. So focus on yourself and your grass instead of other People okay, so this can include like watering your grass, looks like setting and achieving your own goals, whatever that may be, right? Investing in your own personal and professional development. So, is your grass can look greener to you, right? You can be more happy in your grass. You're like, wow, look at me with this robust library of knowledge, making sure that your emotional and physical needs are met. Because your grass may be super, super green, but you may have on some sunglasses that make the color look, makes the color look faded. The phrase implies that when you focus on yourself and your own grass, it will naturally grow and flourish. Whereas when you focus on other people's grass, you start to neglect your own grass and it's going to wither away and be brown and die. I also hear when I hear water your own grass, I also hear some the implication of not comparing yourself to other people. So really the homework for this one is focus on yourself. What are your goals? What do you want to work on? Do that instead of worrying about other people's grass. All right, let's go on to our next letter, Betty. It is X and X is for experiment <laughs> But, Quenisha, you were just talking about having a routine. Why would you tell us to experiment? Because life is not black and white, and there is some gray, and we need to acknowledge the gray. Everything cannot be a routine because we are not robots. Do routines help? Yes. Yes. Routines help you so much, but sometimes you have to experiment and do things differently to improve because you can't keep doing the same thing forever at some point your routine you're going to outgrow it and it's time to change it up add something to it etc make time to experiment because also you need some excitement in your life breaking up the monotony of daily routines are going to give you excitement it's gonna allow you the op- allow you the chance to learn some new skills discover new passions And really help your brain. Like, I'm all about your brain growth. I have this fear. I have a lot of fears. But the fear, because I'm so reliant on my brain. Like, we are relying on our brain for everything. But me especially, I love to think. I love to solve problems. I like to come up with solutions. That's the same thing. But I like to do that. So there's so many benefits to breaking up your routine. So I was listening to this podcast before and they basically said, long story short, doing the same routine over and over again makes you dumb because your brain isn't working. So if I know what my routine is all the time and I'm doing the same thing over and over again, my brain, the the little connections between my brain, they're not getting any new sparks to activate new brain juices to flow. So what's my brain doing? It's sitting there. Not doing anything. Let's activate the brain. Let's get the brain going. Let's experiment, okay? You can do this by taking a different route home. Sometimes I'll be like, "Mm, I'm bored. I'm just going to take a different way home. Or whenever you're going somewhere else, like take a different way. Sometimes I'll even turn off my GPS and try to figure it out until I feel like I am lost or whatever. Like Try that. Um, trying a new recipe. We're used to cooking the same things over and over again. Try some new food with some new flavors. Let your brain interpret that. Attempt a creative DIY project. I was in Michael's earlier, and I mean, I'm trying to save some money right now, but they have so many things in there for DIYs. Like, I also I already have enough of supplies i'm gonna just i'm gonna just paint i don't need to buy any new things to paint i'm gonna paint the canvases i have um but anyways try new makeup routine learn how to do makeup watch a youtube video try to follow somebody um text someone you don't usually talk to this can be awkward choose wisely if you choose to do this one trying to work out there are things you can do you ultimately want to have a routine but disrupt that routine especially the ones that you've unintentionally created so that you can stimulate your brain and create some new connections in your brain okay experiment baby girl okay x was for experiment and y is for yes should, you just told us to say no earlier. N was for no. And I'm going to say the same thing. You're right. N is for no still. And Y is for yes, because you have to learn how to say both. Some of us are in the constant state of saying no to things. And we have such firm boundaries set up that saying yes is very, very hard. Some of us say yes way too much. We're too loose with our boundaries that it is hard for us to say no. So learn how to do both. Learn how to do both. So yes, learn how to say yes more. We always hear these messages and I preach them as well, right? Protect your peace. Put yourself first. Cut off that person that we don't realize that we've said no to new experiences, new collaborations, new people, anything fun, right? Well, not even necessarily fun, but just new opportunities. We've cut ourselves off because we've said no for so long. So it is okay for you to say yes to some things. Not everything warrants a yes. You don't need to be in every space. Every space doesn't need to see you, but you should be in some spaces. If something intrigues you, if you feel like you haven't said yes in a long time, Start to say yes. We finally made it. Our last letter, and that is Z. And Z is for Zs, aka go to sleep. Go, go to sleep. I did an entire episode about sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is important, just as every other letter in this alphabet. I feel like I've said everything important because it takes so much to be a fully functioning, thriving human being. Like, you want to be happy, you want to be productive, you want to have thriving relationships, you need to go to sleep. All of these other things that I've talked about, saying yes to people, creating a routine, having an abundance mindset, none of that happens if your brain has not rested and reset, and your body has not rested and reset. Go to sleep because the quality of your sleep is so important. It's linked to your physical and your mental and your emotional well-being. So sleep hygiene, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But some things that I did do to encourage my sleep hygiene is wearing comfy pajamas or wearing pajamas at all. You know, if we sleep in our regular clothes or the clothes we've worn all day at least for me it doesn't signal that it's time for me to go to sleep so definitely wear some nice pajamas two is get rid of the light in your room i will wear a sleep mask because i can't get rid of all the light in my room because i like to also sleep with night lights because i get up in the middle of the night and i need to be able to see something three personalize your do not disturb settings this is according to your phone but i have my phone on do not disturb when i go to sleep But I feel very anxious about being cut off or not having people being able to reach out to me. So I have settings on my phone where I can get certain notifications from certain apps and phone calls from certain people can just come straight through. Fourth thing I do is lower the temperature. I have the AC on and I'll have the fan on me. I'd rather be too cold than hot in my sleep. That's it. Number five is to make sure I engage in some mental or physical exercise throughout the day. Tired brain, tired body. I'm going to sleep. If I haven't done anything, I'll be up all night long. I'll be up all night long and I'll be doing something because my brain is not tired or my body is not so tired that my brain cannot think. Um, Six. Create and maintain a consistent nighttime routine. I try to get to sleep around the same time every night, especially during the week so that I can wake up and I do have enough sleep every night and everything is good. And then the last thing is make sure your bed is comfy, your whole room, but make sure your bed's comfy. Get some good sheets, get a good comforter, get a good pillow, do what you got to do. Get you one of those little bed, what do you call them? I don't even know. The squishy things the squishy things that go on top of your mattress to make your mattress a little softer or firmer, whatever you may like. Um, But I do go into more detail about those things in my podcast. I think it's called 10 sleep hygiene tips for baddies. So that is the end of our ABCs for baddies. I hope you have a beautiful, positively productive day or night or afternoon. Please don't forget to rate this podcast if you've enjoyed it you feel like you've never rated it before you're like wow I need to let other people know that would be great especially for visibility purposes we're trying to grow this podcast we're trying to get out there in the world so help your girl out and explore the show notes to get what you need and that's that on that bye baddie see you next week bye